What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Tuesday, November 14th. It's amazing. This month is just flying by. Next Thursday is Thanksgiving. I cannot wait to have the turkey, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, and the gravy. You want to throw some green beans on my plate? Go for it, but I don't want anything else. I don't want anything fancy. I don't want any of that red stuff like the the beets or the cranberry sauce. None of that. Keep it simple. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Plus, you get to be with family. Some of you look forward to the food. Some of you look forward to the family. Some of you look forward to being away from the family. Hey, everyone's got their own situation. But it's just crazy how Thanksgiving is already next week. I went to, on Saturday, I went to Flanagan's. I love Flanagan's. Great burgers, great everything. Very consistent. That's the most important thing. But I went to a Flanagan's on Saturday, and as I'm entering, they've got a giant display outside, and it says, Merry Christmas. I'm just thinking to myself, we just totally skip Thanksgiving? They did have a flyer in there for a Thanksgiving meal. And if I was doing Thanksgiving by myself, heck, I'd get a bunch of those meals. I just, I'm a big fan of the whole turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, and gravy. I, I really, really love Thanksgiving. Plus, we get football. And now in Florida, we could wager on football legally. That makes it so much better, doesn't it? Although I put in a parlay on Sunday. I thought it was a pretty easy one. Four teams on the money line. How'd I do? The Ravens, the Bengals, uh, the Bills, and I had the Raiders in there. So the lowest money line was the Raiders, and that was the only one that won. The other three, right down the tubes. So yeah, I'm so happy that Hard Rock Bet app is working. It's working out really well for me so far. But this is just the beginning. I'm going to get a hang of it. So we're approaching the end of 2023. I wish we weren't because 2023 has been so awesome for us in South Florida. I would say one of the best years in South Florida sports history, but I don't want to say one of the best. I want to say the best. How much fun have we had? The Heat, the Panthers, the Canes basketball team, FAU basketball, the Dolphins being fun and interesting. Years and years and years of frustration for Dolphins fans. Now there's a lot of excitement, especially after last night's game, Monday Night Football, and everything that happened over the weekend. Dolphins fans right now, they're saying... And I don't blame you. You should be saying that. Maybe we'll have bigger things ahead in 2024. Maybe the Dolphins will win a playoff game, maybe even multiple playoff games. I'll tell you right now, for everything that's happened, and my gosh, we've had really good things happen, if the Dolphins somehow, some way, and it is possible, if they could win a playoff game, or even two, my gosh, 
that'll be the biggest thing that has happened in probably my lifetime from what I can remember. Things that I can really take in. Because when you're like five to 10 years old, yeah, it happened during your lifetime. But how much do you get to bask in it? You don't really remember a whole lot. At least my tenure here on the airwaves, which in April, knock on wood, will be 16 years doing this show. Started in 2008. So it'll be 16 years. And in the 16 years that I've been on the air, I've never had this much excitement when it comes to South Florida sports, and particularly with the Miami Dolphins. Football will always be king in South Florida, and the Dolphins haven't won a playoff game in light years. It's been so long. So if the Dolphins can win a playoff game, that would be... I think that would be the biggest accomplishment that we've had in this sports season, and we've had a lot of accomplishments. So I am doing this show this afternoon because a lot of you like to know where I am. If you follow me on Instagram, you get to see where I am. I'm doing this show this afternoon from Medellin. I was here last week. I did the show here on Friday. Then I flew to Miami on Saturday, and I had a great weekend. I spent the majority of it at the Hard Rock, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Had a really, really, really good time. Went to a Dare nightclub on Saturday night. I only go to a club once, maybe twice a year. That's it. I'm not a big party guy. I like to have fun, of course, with my friends. But I'd rather be in bed by 11 p.m. You can have fun before 11 p.m. I'm not a big drinker, but every once in a while you want to go have fun. A controlled environment, the room right there. I don't have to drive anywhere. It made perfect sense, so that's what I did. I also went to Joe's Stone Crab. That was fantastic. Stone crabs and ginger salmon and a slice of key lime pie to top it off. When walking around, went to the beach. I never really go to the beach. If you've seen me, you could tell I don't go to the beach a lot. Went to the beach yesterday, took the day off, traveled back to Medellin last night, arrived here around 9.30 p.m., and now I'm doing the show from here at Medellin this entire week. I will be going back to South Florida on Sunday, and I'll be doing the show next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, where the World Poker Tour is in town. So they've got all the poker tables in the ballroom. The series actually starts tomorrow. I will be doing my show right outside the ballroom area next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then once the show is done, I am headed inside the ballroom to play in the poker tournament. And they got a lot of tournaments happening right now at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. For the entire schedule for the World Poker Tour being in town, it is the Rock and Roll Poker Open. Visit SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. So that's my schedule. 
I'll be home in South Florida for Thanksgiving. Be there the entire week. Looking forward to it. Get to hang out with family. Get to play cards. Get to do the show from the Hard Rock. Get to talk to some of you. uh, Meet some of you maybe for the first time. Travel a little bit more. I love traveling. I actually looked. Let me look it up now because I have a flight log. Every flight that I've taken this year. It's a pretty cool app called flighty app and last night this is a down year for me last night was my 65th flight of the year i may get up to about 75 by the end of the year last year it was 110 or 111 this year there's been less flying but 65 is still a pretty good number that's more than one flight a week So I'll be on another one on Sunday and then uh, the following Saturday back here to Medellin, just hanging out in South Florida, hanging out here. I got to visit friends. uh, You know, I got a lot of friends everywhere. I love traveling. So if you can get on a plane and go somewhere and have fun and still do your job, it's it's pretty cool. I'm not complaining. All right. So I do have a lot to get to this hour. Many things to discuss but I can't get to any of it until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. The first thing I got to say, the AFC East, it belongs to the Miami Dolphins. And when you say Miami, All right, well, slow down a little bit there. I don't have a button for the AFC East, but definitely the division is theirs. I don't mind. I'm not going off on a limb by saying that. I think we can all pretty much agree the Miami Dolphins are going to win the AFC East, barring something completely unforeseen. The Bills firing Ken Dorsey, that's not going to change a whole lot. At least I don't think so. The problem is with their quarterback. So who's the new OC? The QB coach. The AFC belongs to Miami. The Dolphins may have just had the best bye week ever. How could you have a better one? Look at the teams around the Dolphins. Here they are. The Dolphins are just chilling. The Bills lose. The Jets lose. The Patriots lose. The Ravens lose, the Bengals lose, the Jags lose. So their entire division loses. And some of the teams around Miami and the AFC for the playoff hunt, they lose too. That game last night, like I said, I landed in Medellin around 930. So I caught the first part of the game on my phone And then I caught the rest of the game on television. Whether you were watching it on your phone or TV or just following along, Josh Allen, you see he is a turnover machine. He is a hot mess. The Bills have already lost two more games than they did all of last regular season. There's no question the Bills are regressing. They've played so many close games. Remember, they were one yard away from losing to the tanking New York Giants. And then last night, a debacle. 12 men on the field for the game-winning field goal attempt. 
which he wound up missing, but they had 12 guys on the field. How does that happen? They snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> like, What's going on? The Dolphins now are so set up in the AFC East. I know they play the Bills the last game of the season. I thought that that game would have major implications between the two. Reality is that game, it may not mean anything for Miami. It could, but not necessarily against, like directly against Buffalo. Not for the division. The way the Bills are playing, the only game where the Bills looked like last year's Bills, it was against the Dolphins. That was it. The rest of the season so far, they look broken. Josh Allen, he's not the same since Brian Dable went to New York. Sean McDermott, I think he knows he's on the hot seat. They had to do something. So they tell Ken Dorsey, that team, they're a dumpster fire. And the Bills are the only competition in the AFC East for the Dolphins. It's amazing because before the bye week, the convo was the Dolphins haven't beaten anyone good. So who cares that they're 6-3? and three? They haven't beaten anybody good. Now, while that is true, they've got their three losses to relatively good teams, and the teams they've beaten don't have good records. But are we still convinced that Buffalo is some juggernaut? I'm not. And I've said that for weeks now here on this program. I'm not convinced about the Bills. I did think they would win last night. They were in my parlay. But the parlay was dead on arrival because it lost Sunday in the 1 o'clock slot. The Dolphins can take the Bills. Their last game against each other this year, the second of two, it's going to be at Hard Rock Stadium, so you're not talking about some cold-weather game in Buffalo. That'll be a tremendous difference. I don't see the Dolphins having a tough time with this current Bills team. And if you go around the division, you look at the Dolphins' competition in the AFC East. New England's one of the worst teams in the league. Mac Jones, he's done. They're in a rebuild. They need a QB. They could move on from Belichick after the season. The Pats are going to be bad for a while. The Jets have a really good D, but they can't score a touchdown. Zach Wilson is abysmal. And Aaron Rodgers, I think, is delusional, thinking he'll be back by the middle of December. If the Jets were in it, maybe they push it. But mid-December, the Jets are probably going to be well finished off. So why would Aaron Rodgers come back? And then you got the Buffalo Bills, who are a total dumpster fire. So it's never been more clear to me that the Dolphins are going to win the AFC East. They don't even have to beat any good teams. Miami's got six wins. They got five more home games. If they win the home games, they get to host a playoff game. It's that simple. And they will win more games on the road too, not just the home games. And on top of that, the bye week, it got the Dolphins healthier. Devon Achan's 21-day window is open. He was back at practice. It's hard for a team to be on a bye week and have as much momentum as the Dolphins do right now. But here we are. They have tremendous wind at their backs. 
They had lots and lots of help from around the league this weekend, and they've got improving health. Devon Achan is a difference maker. As dynamic as the Dolphins are and as great as a play caller as Mike McDaniel is and as accurate as Tua is, there has been a noticeable drop-off from Achan and the rest of the number two backs. Savon Ahmed, Jeff Wilson Jr., they are nothing like Devon Achan. He's got that extra burst. He could turn a six-yard gain into a 60-yard gain. And that adds an element of fear. They're already a terrifying offense. A-Chan is different. I saw that moment when Mike McDaniel had that big reaction on draft night. He pumped his fists getting A-Chan. And now I understand why. To get a dude like that with game-changing speed, what an addition to this roster. So nine games in, the Dolphins had the perfect time for a bye week. You don't want it too early because that makes the back end of the season too long. You want it really right when they got it. And it helped health-wise. They caught their breath. Now they're ready for that final push. And you look at their schedule, they should be really good the rest of the way. It just comes down to those last three games of the season. Look, there's no excuse right now. The Bills have melted down. So the bar for the Dolphins at this moment, it's gone up. If they do not win a playoff game, and I expect that game to be at Hard Rock Stadium, if they do not snap that streak, I would consider this season a disappointment. And I think all of you would feel the same way. Everything is there for them. Really, it's all there. There's no excuse why they cannot have big momentum going into the playoffs and make a lot of noise. You got A-Chan coming back. Their defense is now coming together. They're going to be able to show everybody what they're capable of doing now. It's all there for them. Jalen Ramsey back. Jalen Phillips healthy. This is the time for the Dolphins to shine. Bradley Chubb's gotten it going finally. Sunday, maybe a little tougher than we thought at the beginning. The Raiders cleaned house. This was supposed to be the second bye week for Miami, two weeks in a row. But now, since the Raiders cleaned house, Antonio Pierce is the head coach. They've got some juice going. They've won two straight. It was against the Jets and the Giants, who are both awful. But it's two straight wins. There's signs of life. So perhaps they'll give the Dolphins some headaches on Sunday. But it's a West Coast team going east, 1 p.m. kickoff, South Florida Heat. It's not going to be an easy assignment for the Las Vegas Raiders. People think of Vegas, you think of gambling, and maybe you also think of... But we got that in our own backyard in North Miami Beach at Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club where you'll be surrounded by gorgeous. And these beautiful women come from all over the world. So many different countries are represented at Dean's Gold. You will have yourself an incredible night or even early morning. That's because Dean's Gold is open every single day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 a.m.
You want to watch a football game at Dean's Gold? Basketball, hockey, they got so many televisions, you will be entertained no matter what the score is. You can have your own intermission or private halftime show. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard. That's in North Miami Beach. Surround yourself with beautiful ladies who come from all over the world. There's only one place in South Florida you could do that. It is the ultimate gentleman's club, Dean's Gold. I want to get into the University of Miami football team, and I'll do that a lot more with Uncle Luke on this Luke Tuesday in just a little bit. I do want to switch gears for just a moment and bring up the Miami Heat. Can you feel the heat down in your Here's a stat that is wild to me. The Heat are currently on a five-game winning streak, which is nuts because Tyler Hero rolled his ankle and he's been out. And they're on a five-game winning streak. At no point all of last season, which included a run to the NBA Finals, at no point did the Heat win five in a row. How crazy is that? The Heat are going to look to sweep this road trip with a win tonight at Charlotte. And Duncan Robinson has gotten so much better. His performance from last season's playoffs has carried over big time. Duncan, who D. Wade used to call one job because that's all he had, shoot threes. That was your job. Now, it's way more than one job. Duncan, his game has grown so much. He goes to the basket. He could dribble. He has great fakes. That move that he put on Wemby was legendary. Just epic stuff. What a performance in San Antonio for Duncan. And I'm not talking about Tim Duncan, but Duncan Robinson. What an interesting career arch this guy has had. Came out of nowhere, earned the big contract, stunk as soon as he got it, went into the lab, started grinding again, and now Duncan is a key rotation player. It's nice to see his resurgence because everybody was going off on Duncan. This Heat team is just so tough to predict. Like other teams are easy to predict, right? Here's a prediction, and this will turn into a fact. There's going to be millions and millions and millions of dollars up for grabs during the World Poker Tour and the Rock and Roll Poker Open at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. The action begins tomorrow in the ballroom area. It starts with a $400 tournament. $400 gets you in. There's a $2 million guarantee in the prize pool. For just $400, you get into that tournament. The World Poker Tour main event, that'll be coming up in about a week. Also in the ballroom at the Hard Rock, that will have a $3 million guaranteed prize pool. For all the tournament information, the best place to go is SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. That's SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. All the details are there. I'm going to be doing the show from the poker area in the ballroom at the Hard Rock next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. 
Then I'm going to be playing in some of the tournaments as well. I hope to see you guys out there. It's the Rock and Roll Poker Open, all part of the World Poker Tour, beginning tomorrow at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Uncle Luke Luther Campbell, he will join me coming up shortly in just a few moments, and we'll talk a lot more about the University of Miami's loss to Florida State and where this Canes program is right now. They need a quarterback. What else can I say? They got to hit the transfer portal. I know they only lost to Florida State by 7, 27-20. There's steps there. Good, Good things happening going in the right direction, but if you don't have a quarterback, you're never going to be where you want to be. So who's going to be the QB of the future? Do we know? I'll chat with Uncle Luke about that in more detail in just a few moments. Here's something I do know. The holiday season, it is here without a doubt. And Some of you, you're thinking about your finances. You're thinking about what can I do? What can I do with my future? What are my objectives? The biggest gift for you, it could be calling Trajan Wealth. Trajan Wealth is located locally in Palm Beach. They are there to help you achieve your financial goals. Maybe your goal is early retirement. Maybe your goal is, hey, I want to vacation a little bit more. Maybe your goal is hang out at home, put some money here, put some money there. Trajan Wealth is there to help you. They will design a plan based around your goals. Visit TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or you could pick up the phone and call them, 561 390 1,000. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. I was on his Instagram Live last night, not as a guest, I was just watching. Uncle Luke Luther Campbell, you go on IG Live, you go on Twitter Live, you go on Facebook Live, you go live on stage, and most importantly, Luke, you go live here on the Andy Slater Show on a Luke Tuesday. How are you, my friend? I'm fantastic, Andy. How are you? Are you? You didn't call me last week. You know, I you know, uh, I got booted out of the playoffs, but I'm 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 great. I didn't call you last week. I didn't call you last week because I was off last Tuesday. I was traveling from Vegas to Miami, so I I didn't do a show on Tuesday. Otherwise, you would have been on, of course. Did you make some money? Um, I didn't actually. No. Anytime you go to Vegas, even if you break even, it's a good trip. Did but you see your beloved Raiders? I did not go to the game. I was going to Vegas to go to the game, and then I wound up not going to the game. I sat in the sports book for 11 hours, which was a lot more Why fun. Why you didn't go to the game? Uh, I mean, because Who, Who's what? asking black the questions here? Coach? Are you interviewing me? The, the black man's the head coach. You didn't go to the game because the black man's <laughs> oh, head coach. Oh, boy. See, this is what happens. If this was the Luke show and it was a Slater Tuesday – uh, this is exactly how it would go. Well, I'm just asking a question. You love the Raiders. Every time you go to Vegas, you go see the Raiders, and then they fire Josh McDaniel. <laughs> and what happens? I think the Raiders are much better now. And they hire brother, and then you don't go to the game. And I hope, so, I'm, I'm, I hope I'm, they make keep him. Make it make him. sense, Andy. Make I, it make sense. I hope they keep him. I really do. I hope they hire him full time. Can they beat the Miami Dolphins though on Sunday, Luke? And then you, hey man. And then y'all, y'all have a, 
the Raiders got an all black front office. Unbelievable. Can they beat can they beat the Dolphins on Sunday? No way. No? No possible way. No way. No way. Un, not at all. They don't have a, a snowball chance in hell. But look at their last two games. I know they were both against New York teams, but listen, 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 Andy. One thing about it, I learned from Jim from not Jimmy Johnson, but uh, uh, that old coach in Tallahassee, Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden saw him at a golf tournament. And said, "Man, how you how you do it so many years?" He said, "It ain't about them X's and O's. It's about them Jimmys and Joes. If you got Jimmys and Joes, that makes the X's and O's look real good." And see, the Dolphins got Jimmys and Joes, and the Raiders have X's and O's. So you know how that's going to end up coming in. But you look at these other games, and look, I'm not... Andy, I, don't make a case I, I, for I'm your not, garbage. I, I'm not, look, I'm rooting I for... I mean, them guys playing right now on, on Jet Fuel. They're just happy McDaniels is gone, and, and they got the brother up in there, and they're playing hard for him and, and all that. But but when they come down to, to, to Miami, I mean, that track meet is going to be real bad. It's going to get ugly early. So you can go up in there and go enjoy Club Live early because you can be in your car at the beginning, and in, in the middle of the third, uh, second, third quarter. I'm sorry, third quarter. You can be in your car going home. What do you, yacht, what, wherever you're trying to go at? What do you say though, Luke, uh, about this team coming in to play the Dolphins, now led by Antonio Pierce, where it's like he's labeled as a player's coach. You know, he was a player, so it's like uh, having we, one of your are own. We, are we doing radio in? In, in Oakland, no, but in they're they're Vegas. they're playing this is the a Dolphins Miami radio show. They're, why are we talking about? Why are we having this? Why are you asking me these questions about the Raiders, your you, team? You, Ask yourself that. You brought it up, and then they're playing the Dolphins. Otherwise, I would never be talking about the Raiders. The Raiders is going to get blowed out. It's just that simple. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? You're going to get blown. The Dolphins need a win. Listen. The Dolphins need a win very bad. They just got beat. And they have not beat a team over 500 all year. And they got to be consistent and keep beating these underachieving teams like the Raiders. So when they do get an opportunity to play a team over 500 and beat them, then people will take them serious. Well, the Raiders right now, they're not above 500. So I don't know. They're what? playing above 500 with the new coach, but they're not above 500. We know that. But you take a but look my at my Cowboys is, but my Cowboys is, and I can't wait to Christmas Eve. What, what do you think? This is Santa da- Claus is coming to Miami early, baby. This is Dallas radio now. No, I'm just saying. Well, I'm. Just you want to move that. on? No, I mean, the, the you're the guy asking me the questions. I, I it's am. your show. It's just Luke Tuesday, but you asked me the questions. Well, here's a question I have for you. Let's get away from the I, Dolphins I, I, uh, and the Raiders the and the Cowboys. I'm asking the questions. I just got back okay. here late last I, night, I, actually. I'm back here. I wanted Medellin. to know how the fish jumping over there in Medellin. I'm, I'm waiting you. for you. I'm waiting for you to okay. come visit. Keep saying you're coming. You never come. I don't know. Maybe you can't use your passport or something. You got a passport issue? Uh, only only place I can't get in, the only country I can't get in currently right now. The Bahamas. Is the Bahamas. Yeah, you're banned from the Bahamas. Well, we're working on that. Maybe you should make a new song. I mean, you had banned in the USA. Maybe you should have banned, banned in the Bahamas. Banned from the Bahamas. I was 
Band from the Bahamas. <laughs> I'll make sure I save that audio. Luke, you, you had a tweet from Columbia. You had a tweet this morning. And it had to do with the University of Miami quarterback situation. You're not a fan of what's going on. Can you explain in more detail what you're not a fan of? I'm not a fan of the fact that Ja'Cory Brown is not getting an opportunity. They put in Emory Granite, rightfully so. Emory deserved to be put in the, in the game to start. He actually beat Clemson, had a great spring, and I thought Emory was better than TVD going into the season. But obviously, TVD is the incumbent, and he had to get the opportunity. So now TVD has went out there and stunk up the place, threw interceptions after interceptions, got us in this bad situation that we're in right now. The same way he did last year when he got Josh Gaddis fired and everybody put it on Josh Gaddis. And now we're still looking the same way. But nobody's putting it on Shannon Dawson. They're putting it on TVD now. Why? Because maybe Shannon Dawson's complexion is not the same as Josh Gaddis. That's that's to be that's to be uh, talked about. But then again, you got this young African American man, Ja'Cory Brown, sitting there who's been here for two years under the tutelage of this staff. We haven't gotten the opportunity to see this kid, but in the spring, in the last game he did play in was at Georgia Tech, and he beat them himself with his arm and his legs. So if you're coaching this kid up for the last two years since he beat Georgia Tech to right now, you're going to tell me as a coaching staff you have not developed this kid? Because I thought, and as a football coach, Every day you consistently work on your players to get them better, whether they're starting or not. We want to see Ja'Cory Brown. We don't want to see TVD. That shipped and sailed and went and, and left. He's trash. He extorted the University of Miami with him and his, his agents and all them, in my opinion, So you know, because they like to sue people. <laughs> and they got the money. And the man... The, the man sunk the ship. So the explanation that that Mario and Shannon uh, Dawson is saying is 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 explaining is not what we want to hear. We don't want to hear this kid is a great kid. He's going to have a great future here at the University of Miami and all that. Why da da? We don't want to hear the BS excuse. We want to know why this kid ain't playing. Do you so think if you... it's the kid ain't if it's the kid don't want to play? Then you need to say that. If it's the kid want a red shirt and don't want to play and move on, you need to say that because right now it's not looking good. Okay, so you bring that up. Again, Uncle Luke Luther Campbell with us here on a Luke Tuesday on the Andy Slater Show. You bring up the possibility, Luke, that maybe it's his decision because he wants to red shirt and possibly move on. If that is his, I guess, preference – what does the coaching staff do? I mean, what the coaching staff do is what what all of them do when it, when a person don't want to play. They 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 get out there and say, "Hey, look, he's leaving the team because of family issues or medical issues, which is medical issues can be a, a number of things. He don't want to play between his ears. He's not ready to go out there and play. So 
He wants to lead. Hey, look, I'm putting his ass off my team, Andy. If you tell me you don't want to play, then you got to go. You ain't going to be subjecting me and my staff and my program and, and the other players that you don't want to go out there and, and perform and, and, and do what you do best. Making people question me as a head coach and as a leader of this organization called the University of Miami. So I'm asking you, hey, look here, son, you can go to class. You can do all that. But media, he's not available um, for family issues or medical issues. And, uh, you know, Mr. Brown ain't on the team right now. But he's going to continue doing his classes. We wish that he's back next year and he's ready to go. And if you have those conversations with him, hey, look at man. Go on, do what you got to do, uh, young man. But I'm not getting ready to go out there and say <clears throat> to the community and all these people, you got recruits right now looking at the University of Miami saying, I don't want to go there. Look how they doing this brother. You might not never get another uh, black quarterback to come there because some black parent might be sitting there saying, look how they did this brother. And people not knowing the real truth. If the real truth is he does not want to play and he wants to be red-shirted and he wants to transfer, then say it. You are putting a lot of words. I know the truth hurts, but it, but you got to say it. Okay, but you're putting a lot of words, Luke, into, into a possibility. And to me, it sounds like, from a journalistic standpoint, it sounds like you know more about this than thinking it's just a possibility. Andy, I pose the question and obviously people go to texting me from Carl Gables telling me that the kid wants to be red shirted. I'm not going to reveal my sources like you do because you have a tendency of revealing your sources. No, only, only, when it's, bus. only when it's you. No, 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 nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> but my sources tell me the kid don't want to play. Is that true? I don't know. I reached out to people who know the kid from the area in which he's from to get the kid's side of the story to find out if, in fact, this is true, that he does not want to play and he wants to redshirt because we all know what that means. He's leaving. And if that is the case, again, if they've had that conversation, they need to put that kid up on the podium and they need to keep it 100 and say, he does not want to play. He wants to be red-shirted. We're in a bit of a pickle. And so everybody in this community would agree because this is not New York where it's a basketball community. This is a football town. And we know football. Everybody know football in this town. So you can only you can only play games uh, uh, BS us so long. We know how the game go around here. So keep it 100 and tell the real story. If that is in fact that he don't want to play, then you need to put his ass off the team. Just that simple. He can, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he can play the last two games and still be redshirted. So. And still be redshirted, but... The, the, the other part of that is he doesn't want to play because he doesn't he don't want to risk injury. That's where that comes in at. Look, I want to I want to get injured 
going out there playing, if that is the case, then that means you don't want to play for this institution. So why are we even entertaining you? Leave. Goodbye. We're going to let you finish your classes. The portal opens up in December. Hop in it. And adios amigos, son. Uncle Luke Luther Campbell with us here on the Andy Slater Show. Luke, one more question for you. This kind of ties into the University of Miami and also what we saw last night with the Bills and the Broncos. The uh, Bills announced earlier today that they fired uh, their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. You were just talking about who takes the fall. You were talking about Tyler Van Dyke. Look at Josh Allen on the Buffalo Bills, throwing a lot of interceptions. Tyler Van Dyke throwing a lot of interceptions. Do you think uh, Ken Dorsey not only may come to the University of Miami, but do you think he should be the fall guy? I don't think Ken Dorsey should be the fall guy. But, again, I don't look at enough Buffalo Bills football to even be able to say that. I look at it's hard enough keeping up with the Dolphins and the Cowboys. So people be getting on these platforms, <laughs> screaming and hollering about who should be fired and who shouldn't be fired. And I'm still waiting to this day of how in the hell can they all look at all these games and on a consistent basis and know how these teams function and everything. Ken Dorsey, from the outside looking in, I don't think he should be fired. But I don't know enough about the Buffalo Bills. Now, do Ken Dorsey come down here to the University of Miami and coach? And now y'all going to fire another coach for TVD? Well, you, They fired Josh Gaddis. They fired Gaddis, said Gaddis was the worst thing on, on earth. Gaddis goes to Maryland and is putting up over 300 yards with tour brother, looking like world beaters over there with less talent. And now you got Shannon Dawson over there. They got him looking looking bad, too. So maybe it's the quarterback. Maybe it's Josh Allen. Maybe it's Tyler Van Dyke. It's not the OC. It's Van Dyke. Van Dyke can't hit a deer in headlights. <laughs> Uncle Luke, the we went. man is trash, man. I'm sorry. It is what it is. He, he needs to go on. Drew Rosehouse is not going to be able to sell him to nobody. Uncle Luke Luther Campbell with us on, on a fire today. on a you you're on fire every day. Yeah, well, I mean, we you over there with you know when you over there with all the women in Columbia. So you know what I'm gonna do to you, Andy? I'm going to Joe Stonecraft and I'm gonna post them them colossal <laughs> big old uh, uh, crabs and bread pudding. Don't forget the bread pudding and the bread pudding. Soft, that soft oh, bread so pudding. Ooh, that bread so pudding remind me of a girl that has no Botox. <laughs> I'll see you later, my friend. <laughs> Uncle Luke Luther Campbell, my gosh. All right, that's all the time I got for this Tuesday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later. <laughs>